Well, we know for a lot of folks, 2024 will be the official back-to-work year, um, as General Motors especially has sent the message that this idea of hybrid work uh, will be quite limited. That At the very least, they want you there Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. The question is, is when they come back to work, are they coming back to the Tech Center in Warren or to downtown Detroit and the Wren Center? And what can we do to make the Wren Center more lively? Chad Live and Good, ruminating on that in the Detroit News. And the politics editor and columnist uh, joins us this morning. Hello, Chad. Good morning, Guy. So with this back to work, answer that question for me, if you would. Do we know, are they coming back to the Rensen? Will we see foot traffic increase there? Or for the most part, are they consolidating a lot of operations up at the tech? Well, something happened right before the uh, pandemic in, uh, hit in January of 2020, uh, General Motors renegotiated its tax credit incentive deal with the state of Michigan. This is the, the mega tax credit that they get. Essentially, the General Motors gets to keep the state income tax of all of, of, of 35,000 or more of its employees that are based in Michigan, blue collar and white collar alike. And they renegotiated this deal and they took out a provision that dates back to the Engler administration that requires General Motors to maintain 4,000 employees at the Rensen, um, uh, 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 4,000 employees or contractors. And they took that requirement out. The state, the Whitmer administration agreed to that. Now, this or just two months later, the, the, the pandemic hits. They send all these uh, people home. And now, uh, almost, almost four years later now, uh, they have um, officially headcounted 1,340 um, employees assigned to the Rensen. It's a 67% decrease. That's that's uh, you know essentially almost 3,000 fewer people who are paying city income taxes uh, and whatnot uh, to to work at Rensen or or you know shopping or uh, frequenting the the restaurants there and whatnot and, and using all the other amenities. Add in other vacancies, uh, companies like Deloitte uh, have left the Rensen, uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield, uh, which once filled two of, of the towers, 500 and 600, the two smaller ones. They have uh, decreased their their footprint there as well. You just have uh, thousands of fewer people working there. Now, with General Motors saying they're going to send people back and you have to be in at least three days a week starting uh, next, uh, starting the second week in January, um, th- that might make it less of a ghost town, uh, but it's still a vastly underused complex of, of office uh, space. Uh, the hotel seems to be doing all right, but, but that doesn't necessarily uh, – uh, um, bring in the weekday uh, traffic. Weekends at the Rent Center are still pretty pretty bustling, but but weekday traffic, it is a ghost town there on a Monday or Friday Chad, morning. Uh, Chad, you know we have other uh, uh, office space being built in downtown Detroit that will you know add to the office space that we have that nobody's really filling up. Wouldn't it be just easier if GM just kind of converted that office space to to um, um, residential? Well, um, that, that's the thought is that it, that one or two or three or maybe four of the towers uh, at the Rensen could be converted to residential. Clearly, it's the best view in town. It, I mean, you can't hardly beat uh, uh, the view of the river, uh, the view of Belle Isle if you're over in the 300 tower um, or the 200 tower rather. And and so it's it's there's a whole lot of uh, advantages that the question is whether they can be the way that these towers, these cylinder towers were constructed. Uh, in the 70s, uh, for folks who don't know, the Rensen was a big project of Henry Ford II. 
initially it was Ford Motor Company's headquarters, then they sold it to General Motors in, in, uh, in the mid-90s. The, what, the question is whether you can essentially reconfigure those, those towers that have all the central amenities, the bathrooms and whatnot, in the middle of the cylinder and bring them in so that it, that it can be uh, essentially turned into a condo. Um, and that's, that's kind of an open question that um, I think uh, General Motors is probably going to be assigning its new executive, uh, Dave Mazeron, uh, who just last week was named the new uh, uh, chief economic development and real estate officer. Uh, to try to figure out uh, whether these whether there's a conversion, because even GM's own, uh, I mean, if, when you go from 4,000 to 1,300, you clearly have a lot of vacant space, and then all the other rented space. I mean, their Tower 200 is is 67% vacant, and um, and that's the official number. Um, and and so, and then if you count in all the all these uh, sort of unused desks, I'm um, I'm guessing there are several dozens of floors of, of all the towers. Uh, that are that are sitting empty every day. Uh, Chad, that's what I was going to ask you about that new chief economic development and real estate officer. He has a big task to try and figure out what to do. At the end of your article, it kind of gave me pause. You said it could have the same fate as the Kmart headquarters, and that would be sad because it's so well known for downtown Detroit. Yeah, I mean, it is clearly an iconic uh, uh, um, uh, part of the skyline of Detroit. Um, but if 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 the if if whole towers were to sit empty um, in the future because the demand for office space was not there, and it, if they couldn't be converted to residential uh, feasibly, uh, I mean there, there, there's going to be a big price involved with that, and it's it's kind of unclear whether General Motors wants to be involved in that. I mean, well, they're not a piece, developer, right? They're, they're not a developer, auto company. They're, they're a car company. Yeah, they're, they're not into, into you know changing up floor plates and and, uh, and skyscrapers. And and so, um, but and also they just don't, probably don't want to put a lot more money into that building uh, as it is, um, because you know this is the car company that you know, said you know uh, very emphatically that in 12 years they're going to be all electric. They're betting the company right now on on an all electric future. And so, um, uh, managing this real estate is probably not a headache that Mary Barra uh, and the uh, and the engineering team that's building you know electric and and wants to build um, autonomous vehicles. And that's not going very well either. Um, th- th- this is not something they want to be uh, dealing with, and so, that's kind of, and then, and then you just kind of look at is this really where their where their workforce of the future wants to work uh, in in this like '70s style, um, and, you know. Initially, you know, the Renaissance was built as a fortress uh, right. essentially, and and so I mean, and GM took down some of that fortress. Remember, there was a huge monstrous wall out uh, in front of Jefferson. They took they took some of that stuff down. Some of their original, you know, Hank the Deuce uh, infrastructure, but um, but over time, um, it's still a very isolated place. And now the center of gravity for office space has moved to Woodward, thanks to Dan Gilbert. He's building, uh, right. you know, the, uh, the the epicenter there with his new skyscraper. Plus today, um, uh, the the, the Illiches and Stephen Ross are breaking ground on this Detroit. Um, Center for Innovation to be part of their district Detroit build out that includes um, dozens of new floors of office space building office buildings they want to build right along Woodward on the parking lots where uh, in front of Comerica Park. So there's there's more stuff coming on the market and some of that stuff is going to be more attractive. It's a competitive uh, marketplace and the Rensen needs a new vision. Thanks for pointing it out to us, Chad. Thanks for the column.